to the Mind Your Hormones podcast. My name's Corinne, and I'm a board-certified holistic nutritionist who went from no period from mismanaged PCOS to a regular one. Now, I'm obsessed with helping you get hormonally balanced and emotionally aligned. This podcast is all about education, empowerment, real talk, and simple strategies you could start today to find inner peace and overall well-being. I am so excited to be here with you to chat about all things health, hormones, and mindset. Are you ready? Let's get it. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Mind Your Hormones or welcome to Mind Your Hormones if this, if this is your first episode. So happy you're here. I can't wait to get into today's conversation because this is a conversation we actually had on a Mind Your Hormones Method group call this week and it was so transformative. There were tears. Like It was such a breakthrough for one of these clients that I knew I had to bring it onto the podcast because it was also a conversation I had with another client in a different program. So whenever I hear things more than once, I know that it's going on with multiple people and that it's something that needs to be talked about. So what we're talking about today is really when like things are going really good, how maybe you'll immediately look at the negative side of things, or you're kind of waiting for that other shoe to drop, and you aren't really allowing yourself to celebrate the goodness of something without immediately immediately looking towards the negative side of things. So we're really going to dive into that. I'm going to talk to you about the exact example that went on with this client in the Mind Your Hormones Method. Like It was so, so, so amazing, and I'm going to help you really understand where that's coming from if this is something that you deal with because this was definitely something that I dealt with uh, throughout my life. I don't really as much anymore. It does pop up here and there, but I have gotten a lot better with it, which is why I was able to easily recognize this in this client and then help her through it. And hopefully that is what will happen with you as well. So I cannot wait to get into it. But before we do, I have to talk to you about a couple products because I have been getting messages from so many of you who have been using the Miracle Worker Magnesium from Gut Personal about how much you're obsessed with it, how your husbands are obsessed obsessed with it too, and they're using it, how much your sleep is better, your poops are better, like all the things. If you have been part of this podcast community for a while, you know that Gut Personal is a sponsor of the show and they're a company that I absolutely love. It's women-owned, women-founded. It's founded by functional registered dietitians and they are all focused on specializing gut health to fit your specific needs, which is why they have a cool quiz that you could take. They recently updated it too, so you can go check that out. It's like takes five minutes to take it and it just asks you questions about some symptoms you might be experiencing, whether that's recurring UTIs or rashes, like body rashes or bloating, constipation, headaches, um, diarrhea, like anything like that that's going on. A lot of times there are symptoms that we don't associate with gut health that actually have to do with our gut. And as you know, if you've listened to this podcast for a while, you know our gut is the center of everything. It's where 70 to 80% of your immune system lives. It's where up to 90% of your serotonin is produced. It's where we expel excess hormones and toxins out of the body. It's where we absorb nutrients. It's directly connected to our brain via the vagus nerve. So if you want to support your health, it has to start with your gut health or at least be included in your gut health. So head to gutpersonal.com slash Corinne. If you haven't already checked out the Miracle Worker Magnesium, highly recommend at least starting with that product. And please message me when you use it because your sleep will never be the same. Like I thought I was a good sleeper until I started using this and I sleep like a freaking rock. It is safe to take if you are pregnant, if you're nursing, anything like that. It's actually extremely supportive when you're pregnant as well. So highly recommend that. And it is also awesome if you do have a male partner for him to take it too. 
I also love their vitamin D3 drops, especially as we're getting into the fall season. We're getting into colder months. Depending on where you live, you might be getting less sunshine. Really important to make sure that your vitamin D levels are still supported. Low vitamin D levels have been associated with infertility and reproductive disorders, so really want to make sure you have that. I like the drops because you can customize it based off of how much vitamin D3 is in your prenatal or your multivitamin, so go check them out. Gutpersonal.com slash Corinne. Any single product that you get in their store, you save money using code Corinne at checkout, C-O-R-I-N-N-E. If you have any questions, let me know, and if you do get them, please message me because you're going to be obsessed with them. Okay, back to what we're talking about today. So I'm going to give you the full rundown of how this conversation even started. So one of my clients in the Mind Your Hormones Method, it's a when we are on coaching calls, so you can purchase the Mind Your Hormones Method, just a course-only option where you go through the course on your own. You have all the modules, all the trainings, all the things. You could purchase the full experience where you get the course, and then you also get two group coaching calls a month for four months at a time. That's how it's set up right now. So we're on this group coaching call. And it, it's hot seat coaching. So I, I, they ask questions. I help them, mentor them, whatever. So she comes on the call and she was saying, she's like, so I know last month or last call we were talking, I was really upset because I didn't ovulate and I just confirmed ovulation for this month. And then immediately after she said that, before she was even like celebrating herself, she said, I just ovulated, but that made me more concerned looking back because it was almost 30 days before I ovulated from the last time I menstruated. So there was a whole conversation within that as well where she was counting it from the last bleed she had, but that last bleed she had actually wasn't a true menstrual cycle because she didn't ovulate. In order to have a true menstrual cycle and a true period, ovulation has to occur. And since she didn't ovulate, that that number 30 wasn't actually accurate. It was actually longer than that. So when you, in order to have a true period, you need to be ovulating. You could bleed at the end of the month or at any point in the month because you had enough estrogen present where your uterine lining is now shedding. But if ovulation did not happen, it wasn't a true menstrual cycle. So I talked to her all about that, but I paused her right there and I was like, hold on a second before you even continue with your next question. I have to point this out and call you out on this because you last month you were upset that you didn't ovulate because of course we want to be ovulating. Now you ovulated. And instead of looking at what you did that helped you actually ovulate this month and what is working, you're looking and you're feeling concerned that it's been so long since you last ovulated. And I was like, that really, that part doesn't even matter. That's in the past. Like that isn't going to change anything at this point. What matters is that your body is now ovulating and whatever you did is obviously working. So whatever change you made, whatever thing that you did in a positive direction that supported yourself in ovulating, let's focus on that and ask yourself, oh, what did I do that actually helped me ovulate? Because now I could continue doing that for the next time and thinking about, oh, but it was so long since I last ovulated. That's not serving you. That's not serving your stress levels, which is definitely not going to serve you ovulating it moving forward to look at what didn't happen X amount of days ago. So I called her out on that and in obviously a loving way, like that's what I'm here for. That's what they pay me for to call them out on things that I can see that they can't see and to support them through it. So her response was, I'm, you know, I'm really bad at always jumping to the negative. And I've been there. And as every, most every single person on the call was also nodding their heads. So I asked her, where did that come from? 
And I want to ask that question to you. If you feel like, if you could connect with a story, whether it's something for you where maybe you didn't ovulate and then you did, but then you're still worried about, oh shit, like it was so long though since I didn't ovulate. Or maybe for you, um, you know, something that doesn't matter what it is, something good that happened, but you're looking at it in a negative light. Whatever pops into your head when I say that, I want to ask you this question of where does that come from? And her response was, where's what come from? Thinking negatively. I said, yeah, like, where do you think that came from? Does a specific age pop in your head? Does a specific situation pop in your head? It was, did it start when you were younger? And she said, yeah, it definitely when I was younger, it, it actually was always pointed out to me that I was doing something wrong and that I could always do things better. And first of all, it was such a beautiful moment on this call because she was so open. She was so vulnerable. It's such a sacred space on these calls, which is why there's an application process for the Mind Your Hormones method, because I only accept people in that are this loving, supportive, like ready to do the work people because we have conversations like this where it gets really open, really raw and vulnerable, where she was crying and there were other women on the call crying with her and we were just holding space for each other and it was so beautiful. But so anyway, so she said, it's definitely when I was younger, I was always told that I was doing something wrong and that I could do it better. And I know so many of you, maybe you specifically can relate to this because so many of my clients will worry that they're doing something wrong with their nutrition, that they're doing something wrong with their lifestyle. And of course, there's a piece of that where it's like, yeah, there are things that you could be doing better to support yourself, obviously, right? If you are experiencing low energy or shitty periods or painful periods, or you're not, you know, ovulating, whatever it is. Yes, of course, there's things that you could be doing differently. But when it comes from the, um, like, lens of I'm doing something wrong, it carries that negative energy. It carries that low vibrational energy. It carries that guilt and shame vibration, which is the lowest vibration we could have. So when she said that it came from, you know, when she was younger and it was always pointed out to her that what she did wrong, what she could do better, obviously honored her and, and, you know, all of that. But then I said, okay, so was that a story that was put on you? that you were always wrong or that you could always do something better? Or is that a story that you believe is true? And of course, she said it was a story that was put on her. And I know that all of us can think back to a younger version of ourselves, uh, like the little girl in us or little boy, if you're listening and, and you're a man, and you could think about things that were put on you, beliefs that aren't yours, but that you still carry with you now, now that you maybe have awareness around it. And what I want to explain to you is if this is a story that you have, where you always feel like you're doing something wrong, you're always jumping to the negative, you're always looking at, uh, like you're always waiting for the other shoe to drop, like, oh, it can't be this good. Something wrong is going to happen. Like, because that's just my story, right? If you have these thoughts, know that that's a defense mechanism that you're using because you think it's keeping you safe. Because at one time, that defense mechanism was serving you, right? Like this this specific example, when she was a little girl, this defense mechanism of, oh shoot, I was doing something wrong. I got to figure it out so I can do something better so I don't get yelled at or so my parents don't tell me that I'm doing something wrong. That was keeping her safe in that moment. So that has now become her default response. And maybe the same is for you because we are creatures of habit. Our brain will, the the more that we do something over and over and over, creates patterns in our head. It creates neural pathways that it just easily goes to. So this is now a defense mechanism that's a default response because it's her body's way of keeping her safe that happened years and years, decades and decades ago. But 
now you can look at it as an adult when you're really realizing pointing this out and know that is that actually serving me right now? Is that my story? And the answer is no, it's not serving you right now. And no, it's not your story. That was something that was put on you. So how can we rewrite that? Because it was keeping you safe at one point. So you have to also acknowledge like, okay, thank you for this defense mechanism that did keep me safe when I was little, but I'm ready to release that. I'm ready to let that go because I know that that's not serving me anymore. And I don't have to have that response anymore. And when this thing happens, it starts with awareness and knowing where it came from. So you can rewrite this story. And it's not something that's going to happen overnight. It's not like this was all healed on the call, right? She had a major breakthrough. She was crying. Other woman on the call was crying. She's pregnant. She actually got pregnant when she was going through the mind hormones method, but she had all her hormones going, but she also was experiencing this in real life. And it was so beautiful because she then talked to her about her experience with her parents with this type of stuff. And it was just so beautiful to sit back and watch like these types of conversations happening and the support from these women and the chat, like this is a safe place. Like it was just, it was just so beautiful. But anyway, I can go on and on and on about it. I'm like obsessed with it, but it really does start with the awareness. And when this happens now, which is what I said to her is next time this happens, because it is going to happen again, this negative thought pattern is going to happen again. It's where your brain is wired for. So next time this happens, whether it's with something in your health, whether it's with something in your relationship or your career, where you feel like something good happens, but then you go, oh, but this is bad about it. You can now recognize that you're doing that because the awareness is there, that this is a pattern that you have. And it it's it's deeper than just knowing that you have this pattern because she knew that. She said, I'm really bad at always jumping to the negative, but it kind of just stopped there, which that awareness, okay, that's great. But if we don't go deeper, it's not going to really help us to actually move forward and change. So now that she knows, okay, that is a pattern. She also knows where it came from, from when she was a child. And she knows, okay, that that story is not mine. Now, the next time it happens, she's going to be able to quickly realize that she's jumping to the negative and she's going to be able to say to herself, okay, this isn't my story. This was put on me. What do I actually believe is true? And going back to that little girl and talking to her. Now, this is an exercise I told her to do. You could do this too, whether it's in a meditation or in the shower, if you know you're going to cry and just want to like let it out. When we have things like this, and again, if this is your story too, if it's something where you feel like you always are doing something wrong, um, or you're always jumping to the negative because you were always like nitpicked at when you were a kid, again, it could be anything else too, where you feel like maybe you shut down as your defense mechanism, you hide because you weren't able to show your full self when you were a child. It's so many different things, right? We all have inner child wounds. We have to reparent ourselves, right? And this isn't to say that, oh, our parents were horrible or her parents were horrible. Everybody was doing the best they could with what they had, but it's now our responsibility to not blame them for that, but to know that it's our responsibility to heal it in order to move on to the next chapter of our lives without holding this weight and allowing it to 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 not allow us to fully experience the beauty and all, and all the amazing things that are happening in our lives without that negative story going on repeat. So we have to take responsibility of doing that. But an exercise that you could do for this is, again, you could do in the shower, visual meditation, like whatever you want to do with it, 
is going back to that little girl with whatever situation, it could be a specific age that pops in your head. You don't have to think too much into it, but go back to that little girl and really just talk to her and be like, listen, like this is your defense mechanism because you were, you wanted to feel safe, but you are safe. You don't have to feel like you need to hide anymore. You don't have to feel like you need to be perfect anymore. Literally talk to her. Like you would talk to a niece or a little cousin or your friend's daughter or or just a little girl in general, actually talk to your little girl self, how you would talk to someone and letting her know that she's now safe. She doesn't have to feel like she needs to be perfect. She doesn't have to feel like she has to do this defense mechanism anymore and give her what she needed then now, meaning give yourself what you needed then. Maybe visualize you hugging her, letting her know that you've got her. She's safe. Like you don't have to worry anymore. Like really talking to her in that way is going to help you heal that little girl's trauma that she had. And some people don't like to use the word trauma. Trauma can be little. It could be medium. It could be big. It doesn't matter. Right. But it was something that stuck in your head and that's still affecting you now. So it was a trauma in a way. So you can go back and you could do that exercise with whatever you need to for yourself. And then that's going to be able to really help heal this. And every single time that negative story pops up, every single time you realize yourself trying to downward spiral, you're going to be able to recognize it so much more quickly. You're going to be able to switch your mind out of it. And then eventually it's just going to happen less and less and less, but it is a practice and it takes commitment and it's not something that's going to happen overnight. But I wanted to bring this conversation to you for number one, to know that you're not alone if you're doing this. And number two, to, to really help you actually understand where this pattern, if you're in it, is coming from because it starts with awareness and where it came from. And that's when you can actually truly begin healing it. So that is what I want for you to do is to just have awareness around it and start start teaching yourself how to spiral upward instead of spiraling downward and going to the negative. So for her, for the sake of this example, she was like, I ovulated, but I'm worried because it was so long since I last ovulated and now I'm concerned. Okay. Let me, let me just like recognize that I have that thought. Okay. And, and you're not going to beat yourself up about it. You're not going to feel shameful or guilty about it. You're just going to notice it and know, okay, I I'm, I'm giving myself compassion because I know I'm having this type of negative thought because it's just my default response right now. But let me ask myself a better question about it. Let me look at the fact that I actually did ovulate. Why or, or how, what did I do that actually helped me ovulate? Why is this working? What did I do that changed this in a positive direction that I could continue doing so that I continue to ovulate? Look at that side of it and just start spiraling up. And it is going to take practice, but it is going to be worth it the more and more that you do it. So I hope this episode was just helpful for you to recognize maybe a pattern that you're in, know where it came from, know that maybe it's something that was probably put on you and not yours. So you can separate yourself from it. Just the visualization of separating yourself from that story lets you know that it's not yours. You don't have to carry it anymore, but it is your responsibility to work through it and heal it if you want to go into this next chapter without that weighing you down. And obviously a piece of forgiveness can come up in this too, which we talked about at the end of that conversation of, you know, work through it on your own first. And then eventually you could think about forgiving your parents or whoever it is for you who put this story on you because holding that, like, you know, um, what's the word? 
holding that against them is just negatively affecting you. And it's not supporting them or anybody or the relationship at all. So always, you could always think about getting to a place of forgiveness as well, because again, this served you in some way at some point, it's not serving you anymore. And you can move through that and you're capable of doing it. You're worthy of doing it. I believe in you. I know you can do this. Please let me know if this episode was supportive to you. If this is something that you are dealing with, I know that this is something that I've dealt with in the past in some capacity or another, whether it was this example or something else. And I hope that you were able to connect with this. I love you. I hope you have an amazing day and I'll chat with you soon. Thank you so much for being here. If you loved this episode and learned something valuable, please share it with a friend who you think would also love it or post it on social media and tag me so I could personally say thank you for helping me spread this important message. I am beyond grateful to be here with you. So until next time, stay intentional, stay consistent, and always mind your hormones.